0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 83. Welcome to the No Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. All right, friends, I'm so excited for you to hear my interview with Danielle Hayden. We're going to be talking about all things money-making myths and even talking about when it might not be a good idea to invest in branding. Yes, I am 100% on board with that message. And when you hear Danielle talk about why, you will totally understand it too. But first, Danielle Hayden is a reformed corporate CFO who's on a mission to help rule-breaking female entrepreneurs understand their numbers so they can gain the confidence needed to create sustainable profits. After spending 10-plus years in the boardroom as a corporate finance officer, Danielle is now in her sweet spot as the co-owner of Kickstart Accounting, where she helps business owners with bookkeeping, financial analysis, and education, and as the author of the Profit Planner book series. When Danielle isn't crunching numbers on her client's behalf or crafting the next iteration of The Profit Planner, you can find her hanging out with her two kids as she inspires them to lead their fullest lives or doing any and almost every fitness-related activity ranging from Spartan races to Pilates. On to our interview with Danielle. All right, Danielle, welcome to the No Like and Dress Show. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm really excited because... Talking with someone like you is a little bit off the beaten path for me, but I think what you're going to be talking about today is going to be really valuable for our audience and give them kind of a new perspective on what making money actually means for their business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And my goal with accounting and numbers and money is to keep it fresh, keep it non-threatening and keep it fun, most importantly, because um, we believe it's the heart of your business and it doesn't have to be so scary. So you don't have to retreat away from the information and we'll make it fun.
0: <laughs> I like how you worded that. You don't have to retreat away from the information because I think, you know, the whole like sticking your head in the sand, la la la, this isn't happening is probably a little more common than we've maybe like to think? Yeah. Oh, it's very, very common. Absolutely. When I first started out as an entrepreneur, and this is quite some time ago at this point, I had not only zero understanding of how my business ran financially, but I didn't even understand how that worked in my personal life. I was, you know, in my very early 20s and I went straight from, you know, being in college and being a student and not having taxes to file to all of a sudden owning a business and trying to figure out what I could write off and you know listening to urban myths about that kind of stuff rather than actual reality and I I you know didn't even know how to file sales tax in the beginning i mean there was so so much out there that just seemed like such a big behemoth of a problem that i didn't know what to do so what would you say to someone who's maybe not quite as green as the sad story i just described But someone who's new to business ownership, maybe all they've ever done is had a W-2 in the past and they're like, this is just so much, I'll deal with it later.
1: Yeah, so your story is so common. So for anyone out there who is like, Yes, that's me. Or I've been an employee all my life and I'm going into entrepreneurship and it is so different, right? We're used to our employers taking care of the payroll taxes, giving us a one simple form at the end of the year and handling all this on our behalf. So it's, it's very different and it's very normal for this to feel overwhelming for you as an entrepreneur. For whatever it's worth, there's a comfort in knowing you're not alone. Everyone feels this way, right? Everyone's a mess. Everyone in their background, it can be frustrating. What I would say for anyone who is feeling this way, just get started, right? I know for me, whenever I am faced with a challenge, so I decided I was going to train for a marathon this year. And that felt so big and so daunting to me. But if I broke that down into what do I need to do this month? What do I need to do this week? Okay. That can even feel overwhelming. What do I need to do today? What can I do to take one action step to help me get closer to my goal? So when it comes to financials, what's one thing you could do today? You can separate. Make sure your business and your personal accounts are 100% separate. There's no commingling of funds. Or maybe it's your PayPal account is currently going to your personal checking account rather than your business. Get that cleaned up. Think about how you can streamline your systems. Uh, Maybe it's just opening that QuickBooks account and signing up for an account, but just take one step and then start to build momentum every day so that you can start to understand your numbers. So you can work towards starting to get the reports that you need in order to help you understand your
0: numbers. I like the breaking it down and your comparison to running a marathon is perfect because I feel like so many of us understand, oh, I have this lofty goal. Well, it seems kind of big. I'll deal with it later. And then we also all understand, because we've probably been there at some point, that once you do break it down, you're far more likely to actually attain that goal.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we hear it all the time in the goal-setting world, right? And the success and goal-setting gurus talk about all of that all the time but I think it could really be applied here to numbers as well, right? Just starting to break that down and getting one piece of your business completely understood and then build on it from there.
0: That's something I'd love to do with you is break down a couple of myths that we hear floating around in the business circles. And one of them is like the, it takes money to make money thing. What's your thoughts on that?
1: It does not take money to make money. So I know that it feels like you want to have the perfect brand today or you want to have perfect website or you want to have the perfect social media feed or you want to have the best software to serve your clients. But that's part of the comparison game that we're all playing on social media in the online business world. We're comparing ourselves to other business owners and we don't need to do that. We need to be where we are today. And so if where I am today is that I can't really afford to go get a fancy logo, or I can't really afford today to go build that website, or today I can't afford the fancy software, so I'm going to use the free conference calling system or the free client onboarding system, whatever it might be. Know that getting started on something, getting started somewhere is better than not starting at all. So don't wait until you've saved up all of this money. Start today. I always give the example of myself. So when we started Kickstarted Accounting, we really didn't want to dump a ton of money into the business because we weren't sure where we were going, and and so we made a conscientious decision to just get started. And so we made a free logo, an inexpensive website that, trust me, you could tell it was ran by accounts. <laughs> And we used free conference calling software, and I was sending Word documents to clients to print and sign, because I couldn't afford DocuSign yet. I mean, all these things, it would've kept me from getting started if I had to dump a ton of money into it. Instead, we just started. And then from there, we learned who we were as a business, who we wanted to serve, what we could afford, and then where we wanted to spend our money. Because where I thought I wanted to spend my money was not where I ended up spending it.
0: Oh, that's really interesting. So point one is there's free versions of almost everything out there. Like you can use Canva for free. You don't have to pay for it. You can use ConvertKit for free. They have a free version now or MailChimp for free. There's so many things out there, all the must-haves, you know, you need a way to communicate with your clients via email. Well, there's free options. There's, you know, free ways to make your logo on Canva. There's free ways to do website design even these days. They're limited, but they're, they're available. And, you know, maybe your website did look like it was run by accountants, but you got clients out of it. Yeah, I
1: didn't need a perfect website to get clients. And then as clients started to come in the door and we started to get to know how we worked with them, how they responded to us, what we loved and what they loved about us. And we totally morphed our company, you know, based on that that feedback and those lessons. And I'm so glad we did because after 2 years we rebranded and then again after 4 years we rebranded again. So Don't let that stand in your way because all of those things can just be a learning experience.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things I have as a criteria for my one-on-one service that I do, which is a complete branding program for my clients, but one of the questions I ask before I allow them to even invest in that level is, have you worked with a client that you love and have you worked with a client that maybe you didn't love so much? Because the thing is, it's really easy to be like, yes, uh, this is who I serve. What if you put that out there? You do an entire brand around that. You invest thousands into your website, your photos, your visuals, like your logo, and you get all the stuff done. And then you start actually working with clients only to find out that particular personality trait and that kind of client is not going to mesh well with you. That would be awful.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe you don't enjoy working with them. I mean, when we first started out, we wanted to be a CFO outsourced firm working with big companies. And then we learned that we actually didn't enjoy that very much. We love working with entrepreneurs and getting them that CFO level, right? So getting them the information and the knowledge that entrepreneurs don't always have the opportunity of receiving from their tax accountants and their bookkeepers. And and so we really found that our passion was helping entrepreneurs. Had I built that original brand, it would have been totally miscommunicated based on who I actually love serving today.
0: That's such a great point. So moving from there. All right. We hear a lot in the interwebs, however we want to call that. We hear so much about, you know, hitting your 5k months, hitting your 10k months, having a six figure business. And I know why this gets bandied about because it's an easy term. Everyone understands. It's simple math, all of that. But... I've always been one of those people who I'm like, I'm not really interested in how much revenue you brought in. I want to know how much money you took home. And I'm not going to go out there asking people that question because, whoa, that's personal. But I think that that really kind of stifles all of the entrepreneurs out there because they're so focused on earning all this revenue. But if they're hitting that 100K a year and 60 grand of that is going to software subscriptions, coaching programs, masterminds, what have you, they're only earning 40 grand at the end of the year and that may or may not be better than what they had in a you know day job type situation but either way that's a lot of money to be losing so when someone is looking at the numbers of their business what numbers should they be striving for what numbers should they be attaining
1: I always encourage our clients to start with what your goal is, because your business is always going to have seasons. So we see entrepreneurs go through seasons. And what that means is, You could be in a year where you really are dedicated to increasing your top-line revenue. You really want to see your revenue grow. And in order to do that, you decided you needed to take on Facebook ads. Maybe you're going to go to some conferences this year. You're going to do some travel. You're maybe hiring a consultant. You're doing that branding, right? This is the year that you're really investing into your business because this is the year you really want to increase that revenue. Now that I've gained momentum, I am in a season where I want to start to see profitability. And so when you go into the next year, if your goal is, all right, I want to take home six figures, now I need to rethink, do I still need those Facebook ads? Just because I had them doesn't mean I still need them. I could be gaining momentum now from my my referrals and I can cut back on my Facebook ads. Maybe the conferences that I went to last year, I don't need to continue to go to them on an annual basis. Maybe this year I'm going to skip those conferences so that I can take home more money. So evaluate your spending on where you're at and does that align with your goals? And Remember, you don't need the fanciest software or the fanciest client onboarding system or whatever it might be. If you are in a year of profitability, it is okay to take those things and eliminate them unless they are Acting as a time efficiency for you, right? So if they're minimizing the amount of administrative time that you have to spend in your business or it is helping you prevent from having to bring on another team member, then those purchases make sense. But again, evaluate what your goal is for that year and then you can monitor your spending based on that goal.
0: So when you're in one of those growth years, you know, maybe you've been in business for a couple of years and you're like, okay, it's time to like get off the pot here. It's 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 go time, right? How do you make the decision on how much to be investing?
1: So you want to consistently evaluate your revenue and how fast you grow your expenses. So first of all, cash is queen we want to make sure that we have enough cash in the bank so that's going to be a big driver in this decision i hate to see entrepreneurs take on a ton of credit card debt or a line of credit so those are two big things when you're when you're making that decision is have an idea what is your cash balance and what is your risk threshold right so maybe i have $10,000 in the bank today and so i'm going to spend you know $1,000 on Facebook ads, I'm going to spend $5,000 on this branding activity. Now, once I've spent that $6,000, I need to make sure that I have revenue coming into my business to make sure that I'm replenishing that fund. I don't want to take that cash fund down to zero or negative into credit card debt without seeing that return in revenue. So it's not an exact science. I don't want to tell you it's 25%. Right? There's not an exact number because it also depends on your risk threshold. But remember, if you start going into debt, you're going to have to bring in even more revenue. So I always caution people to take that cash into consideration as you start making those decisions.
0: So... Let's say someone's on the newer side of business. You know, they want to have one of these big growth years that you're talking about, but they don't have a lot of cash in the bank. What should they be looking at before they take on any further risk?
1: You should definitely look at your risk tolerance and then put it forth a budget. Where do you want to put your money? So the first step is always to, you know, let's go back to that goal setting thing that we talked about, right? Right. Let's talk about where are our revenue today, right? What are we bringing in today? And then what is our cash balance and then plan where we're going to put that money. And for somebody who, if you're starting small, I would suggest put a small amount of money into one category, right? So maybe you're doing a conference this year and so go ahead and pay for that conference. And then when you go to that conference, I want you to be really diligent about writing down how many leads you got from that conference, how many new contacts, how many new clients did you sign from that conference? What in data did you get from that conference? Because then that will make it easier to make decisions on the next time you want to go to that conference. Or same thing with you know Facebook ads or you know something like that. You can tie exactly how much money you're putting into that to what your return is. And then that will help you decide where to put additional dollars.
0: So I know that when we were setting this up, one of the things that you were talking about was why it's so important for entrepreneurs and women in particular, of course, to get the financial support that it needed. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that for a bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's so much money mindset issues. And I really thought that was such a cliche term when I started my firm five years ago. And I kind of kept on, you know, rolling my eyes to the term. But after working with so many entrepreneurs... I have to acknowledge the fact that there are so many of us coming into business with their own money story, right? You might have grown up during bad economic times. You might have parents who either had a lot of money and spent frivolously, that you might have had parents who didn't have money. And so you're scared to make those types of investments. And so we see that as we're able to give entrepreneurs more information. About about their numbers, they're able to make better and more confident business decisions and therefore ultimately run more successful businesses, right? Because you feel good, right? You feel good knowing what your numbers are. You feel good that you're making better business decisions today and you're not just running off the pit in your stomach, right? Your gut feeling. You're running off of data and you know where you're going.
0: I probably should ask that question first, because that really makes some of the other questions that we were talking about, like, you know, when do you invest in your business? You know, how much risk are you t- willing to take on? Those are both very much informed by what you just spoke about. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, if you are somebody who have gone through bad experiences with money, you're going to be less likely to take on risks in your business. And you know what? guys, that's perfectly okay. You can know that, acknowledge that, and then take a step back and say, okay, what are my numbers? Where do I want to plan on spending? And then do that with confidence and intelligence.
0: So obviously, this leads a little bit into your profit planner and what that does for women.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I've been talking about this whole time about how we like to take big goals and break them down into weekly goals and then daily goals and then build on momentum. And so I wrote a two-part Profit Planner book series. It is a planner where you can take down your daily agenda and we have some people who love that piece and some people who never touch the planner. Both are okay. The important piece is that we will take all this accounting information, all of this content that's out there about your numbers and finances and accounting, and we break that down into weekly bite-sized pieces of information and goals. And then we take that even further, and we give you actionable tasks every single day so that you can start to build momentum, you can start to gain knowledge, and at the end of the 12 weeks, you can feel empowered because you have financials that are accurate you have the financial understanding to start to analyze your business and make better business decisions.
0: So how can someone find that? The best place is our
1: website. It's profitplannerbookkeeping.com. We do not sell on Amazon. We sell directly through our website. So that is the best place to go. And if you're looking for more information, we hang out on Facebook and Instagram at Kickstart Accounting.
0: Awesome. Any closing thoughts for us?
1: Just get started, guys. I know that accounting can be so overwhelming and and it could be cliche. So just start, you know, we have on our website the financial goal-setting worksheet. So if you are somebody who wants to just start to take some small pieces of action, you could download the financial goal-setting worksheet. The planner is a great way to just start to take action. Don't let this be something that you retreat from and you hide from and then it's tax season and you say, oh my God, I have no idea if I even made a profit yet. You know, I want you to know that information all year round so you can use it not just to file your taxes, but to know your business. So don't let yourself be that story where you say, well, three tax seasons have gone by and I still don't know get started. And there's always places to get help if you are unsure. And we would love to support you in your journey. Well, hence the name
0: Kickstart, right? Just get started. Like, let's do this.
1: Yeah, just get started. Yeah, yeah. So if you're somebody who is completely not sure, it's a great place to get started and coming out with us on social. We've been really trying to put out content that helps entrepreneurs start to gain these small wins. And you can post and comment and ask questions. We really are on a mission to help other entrepreneurs.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much, Danielle. I really appreciate your time here. And I know our audience has gained quite a bit of insight. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you once again to Danielle. What a great talk about all the things we need to be paying attention to with our numbers so we can create thriving businesses. I know that Danielle was talking about being scrappy in the beginning, and there is certainly a time and place for that. It's one of the reasons why I created the Show Up System. For only $27, you can learn exactly how to brainstorm, organize, and publish content that's on brand and will attract clients your way so you can get your finances to the point of all that Danielle was talking about. Head over to theshowupsystem.com, learn all about it. Whether you're repurposing content you already have or creating completely new content. I've got you covered with short, really to the point training so you can get going and get publishing right away. Talk to you guys next week.